Hey, the ball guys are back. Who can do a good breaking news sound effect for me? Somebody do one quick. Let's hear it. No. <laughs> I don't. Right. Uh, that's about as good as it gets right there. That, we'll have to settle for that. That was so lame. So breaking news as we head into uh, ball guys today. So we've got two two big ones. The first uh, is regarding the Vikings. And there were a lot of rumors swirling around for a few weeks now. Uh, but earlier this morning, the NFL making it official. The Vikings will indeed have a London game this year. They're hopping across the pond. Yeah, this will happen early in the season, week four, October second, against the most hated, our most hated opposition besides the Packers, <laughs> the Saints, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, so, I, I, you know, I, whatever. It's okay. That's fine as long as we don't get jobbed out of a home game. And now with the you know seventeen game unbalanced schedule, I guess, I guess you don't have to worry about that anymore. But man, aren't those like super early starts for those games? Yes. Yeah, that's why yeah. I hate it. <laughs> yes. It's like 8:30 in the morning, isn't it? Yeah. Sunday? You have to wake yeah. up and grab your remote, start watching from bed. Yeah. You, you got to wait for like, you know, a TV commercial to make your bloody mary. It's just it's yeah, it's I mean, it, it it's okay in the sense that you get a long day of watching football. Yeah. But you just yeah. know it's going to turn out to be like a beautiful day. You're going to want to be outside getting things done. Yeah, and we're gonna have to get up early in the morning for that. You're hammered. It's not even noon yet. You're right? Just, you're still you're hammered from the night before. Lose right? your dog. dog. Yeah, tear the dog. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's that's the first breaker. Um, we've we've done that a couple of other times. 2013, 2017. I don't remember how those went. Didn't we? Well, I know we lost at least one of them. Did we lose them both? Most yeah, I, just, I don't recall. So we'll be we'll be week four for that. Packers week five uh, in London against the Giants, and then week nine Jags Broncos in London. So three games back across the pond. Uh, here's the other breaker, and and I don't I haven't confirmed this yet, but you know if somebody puts it on their Facebook page, it's true. <laughs> to me. It's got to it's gotta be true if it's on the interwebs. Um, I saw that Mark Andre Fleury is getting the start and goal. TJ, you're nodding your head in that game two tonight. Why in the hell is that? I watched game one. He shouldn't have started that one. He definitely shouldn't be starting tonight. What? What? what yeah. So this is true. Yeah, and uh, from what I understand, true. I saw it on the Twitter, so it's got to be true, Four right? Yeah, yeah. for me. Yeah, that's Better. where it's got to be true. Uh, but yeah, it does look like Mark Andre Fleury is going to start in goal again tonight. Uh, that's some confidence from the coaching staff, I think, stepping in there and saying we're going to stick with Mark Andre and see how it goes. I know a lot of fans are like, "What are we doing?" Talbot was doing just fine. Flurry didn't look real great the other night, but you also have to take into consideration the rest of that team from game one on Monday night. The defense was terrible. Get them a Red Bull before they hit the ice. They were not. They were sluggish. Uh, what did we go? Zero for six on oh, the power play. The power play. Oh, bad. Yeah. The penalty kill allowed three goals in that game, and uh, we got shut out. We scored none. So you can't blame the entirety of that game on Marc-Andre Fleury. There were some pretty meaty rebounds he left out there. But if the defense is doing their job, then some of that gets taken care of too. So like I said, the confidence level for the coaches on Marc-Andre Fleury must be be up there. But 
and 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 I know Talbot has struggled against St. Louis, uh, St. Louis in the regular season, but we got to find a way to beat these guys. They have us. They have absolutely have us figured out right now. Well, are and, you shocked? No, not really. I mean, that's why you went out and got him anyway, right? And Flurry, yeah, he he struggled. He, I think TJ's right about the defense. They they sucked on a few occasions. Like you got to, you know, I know he get coughed up a couple of big rebounds, but. That having no defense around the net there for a while was glaring. And, and Flurry, you know, I was at the game on Friday night, and he shut down the Avalanche quite well. Yeah. So that's why you traded this guy for his experience in the playoffs. And here we go. So I'm not really surprised. I kind of would like a little bit of a change too after he didn't do so well the other night. But I, I, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I I'm not surprised by the decision. I guess. But it's not like we have a a horrible backup. We have a guy who was real I mean he finished the season really really hot Flurry did not Flurry was good for a while and then had a big drop off towards the end of the season and so I was curious I thought it was a head scratcher not starting Talbot in game 1 just because of where their games were just because of where they were going into the end of the season right it would be like who are you going to name for your starting pitcher yeah. for the Twins in the playoffs you're going to go with a guy who's just been okay lately or a guy who's kind of been lights out you go with the lights out guy and then if he loses, and uh, you know, granted, the offense the offense didn't do him any favors, and the defense wasn't clearing away those juicy rebounds that he was giving up. Um, I I don't know why you don't put a different starting pitcher in there, and and just for the psyche of the team, where you're like, okay, we made a major change, right? N- new game, new goalie. Here we go, let's go. Now it's kind of going to be like same old. It's going to be just like game one. You know, mentally, and then what does it do to Talbot if he's like, "Oh, I don't, I, I don't get to start tonight." <laughs> maybe they don't care. Maybe they don't. Maybe I read too much into this. But if, if it were me, I would be irate if I were him. Well, I think he's a professional, so he gets it. You know, and, and they're going to give Flurry another try in that. And I mean, I mentioned it before; they scored zero goals in that game, so he didn't get much help. But you're right. At the end right. of the season, Flurry said. You know, I'm giving up too many goals, and he wasn't happy with that. And then that game against Colorado was phenomenal, and maybe that's what convinced these coaches to stick with him here in at least the first couple of the of games in this playoff series. But we got to score. And I think against some teams in the regular season, we were able to get kind of fancy with the setup of some of these plays, take our time with it. In the playoffs, you're not going to get as much fancy uh, time to be fancy with your plays. Sometimes you got to just hammer one from the point and then dive in and try to clean up the garbage that may or may not be left off the rebound. Uh, doesn't always work out that way, but I, I don't know that you're going to get a lot of pretty looking playoff goals when you really just need to be scrappy and and bury the, bury it in the net. Is that what you you chalk up the the uh, the shutout to? I mean, their goalie was good too, but he's he's not. He's not terribly well known. Like I mean, he's not a future Hall of Famer like like Flurry, but I just couldn't figure out why we couldn't get something in the net and why I mean, this has been a high this has been a pretty high scoring team. That I mean, goal scoring hasn't really been an issue for this team most of the year. We've had trouble power play and penalty kill and stuff like that. But Spence, when you're watching the, the game one the other night and we're not able to score, what what are you seeing and what, what's bothering you? What are they doing wrong where they can't even get one damn goal? I don't think they're doing anything necessarily wrong. I mean, they outshot they outshot them by about ten, right? And they had a lot of pressure. I think their puck time was really good. I I don't know. They they're just 
I, I'm not sure. I don't know sure what, what what went wrong for them. They just just missed, right? They just missed a few and a couple off the pipe. I I don't know. I feel like they got distracted too with. I mean, they they took St. Louis's bait, and and St. Louis had had the opportunity to do this to a while because they got up early, right? We. St. Louis gets on the board first fairly early in the game, and then they get a second one, right? They're 2 nothing in the first. So now they can kind of play some mind games with the Wild with physicality and with some chippiness, right? And with some some maybe some dirty stuff here and there. And the Wild, because they're down, because they're trailing, start taking the bait on this stuff and end up in the penalty box way too much. There's another reason why we probably couldn't even get one goal. We were We were a man short so often. And I just felt like we were we were taking the bait as far as we'd respond. We're like St. Louis would do something, it wouldn't get called. We'd respond. Whistle blows. Am I wrong? I agree with you. That I think they were maybe the most penalized team all season. So that's not really surprising either. But it's just the playoffs. You can't you know you can't be in the bench or in you know in the penalty box for a ch- big chunk of the game like they were. So. I got. I hope they turn it around tonight. We'll see. Yeah. The the penalty that really got me was the uh, the Spurgeon penalty, where he's uh, cross checking one of the Blues players who's on the ice on his knees, and Spurgeon's so frustrated he goes and with with both hands, he it's hard to describe just here, but he he kind of you know he cross checks the back of his his uh, calves, and and you know st- grinds his stick into the guy's legs. That was a super d- a dirty play from a guy that, that TJ isn't really known for that at all. He's right. kind of the opposite, right? Yeah, very uncharacteristic of him. But, you know, playoff season rolls around and, and things intensify a, a little bit. Maybe he felt like there was something that was missed that we didn't see uh, that should have been called on them. I don't know. But, yeah, very weird. And I think after the game, too, he admitted that. He said, you know, that's that's not me. That's not That's not the kind of player I am. But, of course, it's too late now, so you're going to face a fine and uh, and other repercussions to go along with it. Are we going to start a uh, GoFundMe for that one, or are we just we're probably? <laughs> I don't know if we'll get one for that. I think even most wild fans agree oh. that that was a pretty dirty move. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we, let's not fund a dirty play like that. <laughs> right, that seems in really bad taste. Um, okay, so um, Spence, you're rocking the jersey, man. You still you you got the you keeping the faith. I, you're holding out hope for game two. I'm not entirely sure, but I don't think they've lost ever when I've worn this jersey. So, what? Oh, you wearing it Monday? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking because I wore it on Friday, and I, I don't. I don't wash these. So, well, no, no, you don't want to, you know, ruin them. Yeah. Well, you wear something underneath. It's not like you're pitting the jersey out, right? During the yeah, <laughs> it's fairly clean until you uh, spill nacho cheese on it. Then ooh, you gotta wash it. Man. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you hope it blends in with the gold. You know? <laughs> yeah, same color. It's part of the motif. Just ignore the coffee stain. <laughs> I think we're going to win with this on tonight. I'm going to sleep. So you're just hanging the wild's hope simply on your uh, wardrobe. Then, Oof, yep. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Can't do any worse. Uh, the fans, the fans are, are turning out for this. TJ in, in in droves. The the building was absolutely packed, and much like. Target Center was for the Timberwolves. Very brief playoff run. Uh, the house was rocking, but well, I tell you what, man, you're down four nothing. From what I heard, about eight minutes to go in the third period, there was a 
race to the parking ramp to get the hell out of there. <laughs> well, Monday night, you know, people probably had to work on Tuesday. They thought they were going to come in and they were going to win and they were going to celebrate and maybe take Tuesday off. And they're like, ah, if I can get out early, I can go to work and save a vacation day. So hopefully they're all taking tomorrow off. Right. I did see, uh, I think it was in a tweet. I think they got some, a new, um, ice sheet projector at the X. So they're Ooh. able to do some new stuff, you know, pregame and all of that on the ice. It looks pretty hey, cool. Panther show. It's really neat. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah. You were there. Yeah. You were there for the uh, season finale. Right. Spence. I like the, uh, what are the things too? Like in the upper corners and they were doing the anthem and then the, they make those posts look like flags and stuff. It's very, yeah. it's, beautiful. Yeah. it's very, yeah. yeah. It's oh, and, and Hastings is doing the let's play hockey tonight. It was oh. Motsko on Monday. That's probably yeah. why they lost. Okay. So now we got Hastings doing let's play hockey. Yeah. So between that and Spence's jersey, I think it's a lock tonight. <laughs> Do you know what bothered me about the game on Monday? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently, you know, they handed out these hankies, right? And they yeah. had they had these hankies on every seat. Yep. And then the classic Minnesota sports fan, well, no, I don't want to wave this during the game. I got to collect this and put it in my pocket. Oh, God, well, really? You go to the right because they they did them for a little while, and then later in the game, you didn't see them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. other towns do this, and the whole game they're. <laughs> yeah, you can in the whiteout. Yeah, it looks cool when everybody's doing it. It's entirely possible to wave it the whole game and then still take it home with you. Yeah. You know? Thank you. I, I have my Homer Hanky from 87 and 91 when I was at the games. And the great thing about him is they're disgusting because yeah. I, I used the same one because it was luck. They won. They kept winning at home. And and it's great. It's so cool to see that and be like, okay, those are the ones I, I use during the game because you can yeah. tell sweat and tears and maybe some blood where well, I'm not quite sure how that got on there. But uh, I thought it was funny too. Uh, TJ, the last. Uh, home game for the Mavericks, speaking of men's Maverick hockey, um, in Mankato. And they did, they kind of did the same thing. They did these white towels for the fans. Yeah. And I was so excited. They had the same thing draped over the back, you know, the top of your seat. And it was exciting. I got there and I was like, oh, cool. We got a, a commemorative towel. And I, I was like, oh, this must be the backside. There's no printing. And I turned it around. It's just a plain white towel. Yeah. <laughs> There's no a, a pretty lengthy story behind that that I could tell on a on an on another day because it was supposed to be a gold rush. It was supposed to be a gold out. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. they had towels printed, <laughs> gold towels that were printed. But at the last minute, like at the at the golden hour, so to speak, yeah. the uh, team decided to go with their white uniforms instead uh, of the gold. Uh, so everything they had to do the whole pivot thing. And they had to go to white, and of course, no time to print those. They yeah. went out and frantically looked for white towels, and that's what they ended up with was just blank white towels. Yeah. Somebody has like a nice new white garage towel, right? Exactly. I keep it to dust my inside of my car. Yeah, yeah. but I do have one of the gold ones because they handed them out at the Frozen Four in Boston when we were leaving the greatest bar, which was the Maverick Home Bar. And as I was leaving, I was like, oh, these are the Gold Rush towels, aren't they? And I waved my towel for the whole game. You didn't whole put game. it down. You didn't okay. put it in a Ziploc bag, like I know. Reference. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> why, didn't, I didn't they, why didn't they hand out some purple sharpies then? You can, yeah, do it right on them. Yeah, yeah. Last minute decision. Uh, project, yeah. you know, are sitting there and I was, I was like, when they're doing the hankies or the towels, and you got that drunk guy next to you just whapping you in the face, like yeah, times. Like, no, oh, that one got me in the eyeball. Right. 
it's not good. Yeah. Well, let's hope for let's hope for better things uh, tonight because God, we got let down by the uh, by the Timberwolves, and I didn't see them advancing with the way things were going the last time we did the podcast last Wednesday. But I was predicting a win at home, game six on Friday, and that didn't happen. And God, here's a team blowing these these double digit fourth quarter leads and that was so frustrating a couple of those were at home <sighs> they they got to find a way to fix that for next year for sure right yeah they do yep is it you chalk it up to youth or inexperience i mean charles barkley said they were stupid or whoever it was said they oh, like he yeah he hasn't won any championships he's shut up but yeah <laughs> you know, and i don't think the wolves get respect anyway and even with the refs i don't think i I didn't like the way that whole series was officiated but what are you gonna do you know at least stop whining as part of that you grow up and you know that's kind of frustrating to watch cat with all of his reactions don't blame him yeah did get hacked a lot other guys did too yeah but whining and complaining to me it seemed like it made it worse like we kept getting more calls because of that instead of fewer and he needs to find a way to just put his big boy shorts on and and accept it and be a team leader and and be a you know if he's this superstar of the team then he's got to play like that he's got to act like that he's got to grow up and then hit the shots where you need him down the stretch and all that too yeah. well, the, and that, we mentioned the it in, in the last yeah we mentioned it in the last podcast i believe too though and it sucks to say it because you're a Minnesota sports fan and you're just used to the constant disappointment, but it's a step forward. It's a step in the right direction for the Wolves, and hopefully they're able to kind of maintain that momentum going into next season. Yeah, it, it it was a successful season, no doubt about it. I mean, the the win total, making the playoffs. God, if, we'd have, if we could have just cleaned up a couple of things, I think we could have advanced to uh, to face Golden State uh, in round two and, and it just God to be that close and, and to have that fan support and that enthusiasm and that excitement back, um, was so much fun, but man, it just slips through your fingers so fast. Uh, it really does. Um, a rod sounds like he's still got his heart set on getting a new arena for the wolves and the Lynx. Sounds like it's a huge priority for him. He was on, uh, well, one of the, uh, it was ESPN, but it was, I think maybe during a, uh, a different uh, game, and he he said, "Yeah, that's one of their big priorities." Did you guys realize that that the Wolves have the oldest arena in the NBA? No, I, well, didn't yeah. they recently refurbish it though? So isn't it doesn't it sort of have like a makeover? They yeah. gave it a multi million dollar makeover just a few years ago. <laughs> uh, I guess that won't matter when the old uh, wrecking ball swings. Maybe. Huh? Well, and is that that's what I was going to ask? I don't know anything about. A Rod's push for a, a new arena would it be in the exact same location or would they want it to be somewhere else? And what would you do in the meantime? What would you do in the meantime? Um, well, U.S. You know, is that a is that an owner funded owner and city? Is he expecting the taxpayers of Minnesota to pay for all that? Because we're frugal folks here in the Upper yeah. Midwest, right? Yeah. We're like, well, we just remodeled the kitchen. Why in the heck would we go? You know, get a whole new house. Gosh darn it! So, so good luck. A bit more consistent winning seasons are necessary for everyone to be on board for paying that. That's that true. Bill. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean, the geez, Target Field's already twelve years old. Twelve, yeah. 
12 years old. And what is the the life of a stadium these days? 20, 25, maybe 30 years? It might be half done already. Right? Right? Yeah. Seems like it's still our new stadium. But, um, yeah, those things age in a hurry. Uh, we'll see what happens there. All right. Um, let's see. You want Vikings or Twins next? Should we go Vikings draft the draft? And I was so excited. And I was geeking out that night. And I was just, I don't know. Why do we get so excited about a draft? And it goes three days and it's, I don't know, it's craziness. Because we're nerds. We're, uh, yeah. We really are. I was just, yeah. Yeah. NFL- What's that? I watched most of it. I watched all day Saturday. <laughs> so I, I took a nap until I heard the Vikings were coming up. That well, I fourth round. Who are they going to take? <laughs> Who are they going to trade with? Yeah. <laughs> Who in our division are they going to trade with? That yeah, was the biggest I, thing for me. You know, that, it's, that was a buzzkill. I, uh, I, I mean, I used to be all in on the draft too and try to watch as many rounds as I could. And now I'm like, you know what? With social media in this day and age, I, it'll pop up in a notification on my phone when it happens. I don't need to go through all the hoopla, and I can, you know, find a better way to waste my time. But when it came up, and and the first thing I saw was just fans losing their minds over <laughs> switching yeah. picks with Detroit and what we got for it. And you know, I thought, okay, well, you know what? I'm not. I am not the general manager of an NFL football team and I am not his staff. I'm not even close. I'm just a fan of the Minnesota Vikings. So I'm going to hope that they know what they're doing. I like the Lewis scene pick. I think that was the the right position to go for anyway. Uh, I know people thought there was better picks available ahead of that, but like I said, I'm not the great football mind. I like to watch the football games. I like to see what's going on. I just want those positions in the defensive backfield to stay healthy and be deep for when they're not healthy. That's that's what we needed. I think we got a couple of those guys. Well, I think that the rage, the rage among fans, Spence, it, 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 do you agree with this? Is is that we were, here's a new ownership group, right? Everything's new. Everything's fresh. A new philosophy, a new chapter in Vikings history, and they do the same damn thing Spielman would have done. <laughs> I know. How many trades did they make? Five? Was it five? It was a bunch. Moved back, moved yeah. up, got I some wonders. I guess I was mad, too, because I, I didn't want to stay up all night. Yeah. That's it. I, I wanted to get that 815 pick 815. and go to bed. Yeah. Now you forced me to stay yep. up until 1040. Yeah. On a, uh, on a school night, yep. Oh, yeah, and then trade yeah. with the division. I, I, I guess there is some, you know, they've done that in the past. I guess the, the one that I really didn't like is they traded with the Packers. You don't want to help the Packers? Yeah, right. the Packers and the Lions. <laughs> that was definitely salt on the wound. I was like, what are we doing? I need a team here. Is it going to be this one? And then I thought they would take maybe that. You know, Willis, I thought, you know, oh, they might draft him and quarterback, yeah. quarterback of the future, whatever. You groom him under cousins for a couple of years and bring him out there and all of that. And then they, then they traded away. It's like, you got to be kidding me. And it wasn't just us that shied away from Malik Willis, though, was it? <laughs> no, yeah, it was a lot of people. One quarterback went, went in the what first round, first couple of rounds. And then, uh, oof, yeah, it was a long wait for those other guys. Um, yeah, I was frustrated too. And, and I didn't like staying up till the very end of the day. And it was like, 
I feel like I was watching a movie and and I would I want to be you when I grow up, TJ, because I want to be able to just shut it off and go, well, I'll check my phone later. I mean, that, that would be, that's what a rational human being would do. But I feel like it's being at a movie and getting up halfway through and leaving and then say, well, I'll Google the ending later on. I feel like I'm so invested. I have to stay up and watch the whole damn thing. It's just, yeah. It's, Isn't it interesting to see how things have really changed in the NFL? Running backs are a, an afterthought. Yeah. I mean, how many receivers went in the first 20? Six? Right. And yeah. now, I don't think, when did the first running back go? I can't even remember, but second round. Yeah. Well, and the wide receivers go early because you have to draft those guys. You have to get them when they're young and cheap because you look at, at what you have to pay for good wide receivers these days and how much of your cap that eats up. That's why you're drafting wide receivers. They're cheap. <laughs> it's all about the bottom line. I I like the Vikings uh, picks. The trading frustrated me and who we traded with frustrated me, but I like the picks. I like that we got a safety and a cornerback, and offensive line, and another cornerback, and an edge rusher, and and they were from quality programs. Yeah. I like that too. It wasn't from like some, you know, the Dubuque School of Farming and Commercial Industry. It was it was Georgia. It was Clemson. It was LSU and Oklahoma. And and I I like that part of it. it. I felt like they got they got positions they they need to fill from quality programs. And that's always a good thing. You can't, I don't think you can go wrong. Cause the, we said it last week, the drafts, the draft is a giant crapshoot. <laughs> just yeah. don't know. Well, what a year Georgia had in the draft too. What do they have? Like 15 players or something like that. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Most ever. Yeah. They, uh, it, uh, that's, you know, you have a quality program like that. Right. And then did you guys see it went viral? Um, former Viking and, and, uh, former actor, Ed Marinero, uh, goes up there for, draft picks and just rambles so <laughs> long they have to send some poor gal out to give him the hook to go <laughs> and read i didn't see it you, yeah. know? <laughs> you have to google that it's hilarious it's like spence was like three four or five minutes oh, yeah. he was out there an eternity oh. it probably was only three or four minutes but when he, <laughs> he starts talking it was like oh my god and i yeah. i'm either but i had to watch it on on YouTube was like, wow, he just keeps going. I hope he's okay. If he had five minutes to make the pick, doesn't mean he had to right. use it, right? right. What yeah. round was that? I, I will go back and watch it. He's auditioning for another TV show or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He's like a morning show DJ. Just rah, 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 Never on. And, You know, those guys, you can't shut them up. So uh, let's talk twins. The red hot winners of 10 out of the last 11 and maybe addition by subtraction oh, because no, no Sano goes to the IL. 12 out of 13 now, dude. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And so it just, uh, it, the, the pitching, the pitching's all there. And then, uh oh, one of our guys, you know, Sonny Gray's out. And then and, uh, the other guy uh, pulls a groin or something. Oh, wait, here's Josh Winder. Six <laughs> innings in his debut, two hits, one walk, seven strikeouts, and he gets his first win. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, they've really changed uh, and turned things around fast. And when you look at, and I haven't looked at the stats in the last couple of days, but when I looked last, they had the sixth best ERA in Major League Baseball, and they had the sixth best defense in baseball as well. The run differential looks really good, so we're we're outscoring our opponents by, by quite a bit, not giving up a whole lot of runs, so that's always good. Um, 
I think there is some validity to the fact that the warm, warmer weather helps these guys. That it was, it was you know one less week of spring training, and then you come here and it's freezing cold, and your testicles are up in your throat, and you just—it's <laughs> hard to hit that way, you know. The sting of a bat on a cold day is not Oof. fun, and I don't care if you're a little leaguer or a major leaguer, it, it hurts. So yeah, when you're a little more comfortable and you're out there, you're warmed up, ready to play. It's it's. I might have to watch a game, you guys. Do it. I almost turned on a game the other day. Do it, DJ. Come on. <laughs> right? I might have to do it. Because what? They were, ele- I think, 11 and 16 through this point last year. Now on May the 4th be with you. They're, you know, well over 500 at like 15 and 9 or something like that. Uh, you're right. I mean, I don't I don't get into the pitching as much, but it's pitching's been good and been holding teams at bay. But it's yeah. the offense that's been fun to watch. Yeah. You know, guys yeah. just all of a sudden are like, you know, I'm kind of tired of being tied. I'm going to jack a three run dinger right here and we're going to take off and win this thing. Love that. And Jose Miranda has the exact same amount of hits as Sano already. God. Think- Was that a, a two run Double or something like, or a three. Or he had an RBI double, something RBI like double that. that first yeah, first one, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know more about his cousin Lin Manuel than I do him. But if he keeps hitting like that, or he's going to be a household name very soon. Well, Lin Lin's got to show up at Target Field during the homestand. I would oh, think that would be great. This weekend, he's got to be there. Yeah. Did you see the the complete baby face that kid has, Miranda? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my god, he looks yeah. like fourteen. Right. Yeah. He's going to get his whole family at the game. It was really kind of cool, though. <laughs> I like to. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the note that Kenta Maeda left in the uh, dugout when the t- twins are on the road. No. So Maeda, Maeda's been uh, rehabbing his Tommy John injury, um, his surgery in uh, Fort Myers, right, where the Twins' uh, single-A affiliate is. And the Twins were playing Tampa, which is just up or down the road. I can't remember. And so he came for, for one game, and that was when we were on that winning streak, seven-game winning streak, and he came and sat in the dugout with the guy, and that was the one game they lost. <laughs> so he, t- he taped up a note apologizing for being there and that his presence ended the, the winning streak, and he signed Kenta Maeda, and they left it up in the dugout the rest of the series. It was awesome. genius. I loved it. Fabulous. They should take it with and just put it up in every dugout they're in yeah. here for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't use it like one of those towels or hankies. Though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Laminate it. Laminate it. There you go. Laminate it. And bring it with you uh, all season long. So, well, go, uh, go Twins. Go Wild. Hopefully, by this time next week, we're talking still about the Wild in the playoffs. In their playoff. We're going to win. Fingers crossed. That's it. That's a wrap for the ball, guys.